RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Um, I like to say that I'm in a good mood. I'm not. Uh, when your Buccaneers lose, and I don't think anybody expected the Buccaneers to beat Kansas City. You know, a few people, maybe. Uh, not too many people have been watching the Buccaneers for, for a while. But after you watch that game, it, it made me think that the Buccaneers are talented enough to beat anybody, but they don't. And it's, it, it sounds like a complex statement, but it's really not. They play great halves of football. But if you look back at the Buccaneers this year and the game, even the games that they've won, omit the Green Bay game because that was an anomalous game. I don't know what the hell they were doing there. Omit that game. Even the wins, they put together usually one good half of football. That tells me they're, they're talented enough to beat anybody, but also they can lose to anybody. And yesterday, for a half, they looked talented enough to beat the best football team in the world. Now, that being said, the Bucs aren't beating Kansas City anytime soon, okay? Kansas City put it on us early. You know, those numbers, that those gaudy-ass numbers that they put out in the first quarter, and I, when I was looking at it on the screen, I was like, I, that's, that's got to be a misprint or something. I mean, Mahomes is on pace to throw for, what, 1,200 yards in the first quarter of the game. And, you know, Tyreek Hill, who is fantastic, but for God's sakes, is he that fantastic? Nobody's that goddamn fantastic. You know, Tyreek Hill with seven catches for 203 yards in a quarter? Slow his ass down. Do something. Listen, we brought in Carlton Davis to be our shutdown guy. But let's get this straight right now. Carlton Davis is not Lattimore. Uh, he's not Jalen Ramsey. He's not that, okay? There are very few are. You don't even want to put too many people on Tariq Hill all game long and think that that's going to work out. And the, the, the weird part of it is you come off of one week getting shellacked uh, by playing zone, then you come back and you play man. Then, you know, even Mahomes came out afterwards and said, nobody ever played us that way. That's death. That's quick death. You want to slow death down. Okay, we slowed death down a little bit in the second half and gave us a chance to come back. But the Bucks had a chance defensively to end the game or to at least put our offense back on the field. And they didn't do it. So it was a three point game, but it wasn't that close. It really wasn't. The Buccaneers are not that. Uh, and you know, going into the rest of these games, there's four games left. The Buccaneers have to play the Vikings, who have won four out of five. And that will run it down your throat. Now. I like the Buccaneers matchup against the Vikings because nobody runs it down our throat. Nobody. Dalvin Cook's a bad man, but this Buccaneer up front, they don't, nobody runs the ball on us. Our linebackers, our front seven are, are legitimate. Then we, play the, we have to play the Falcons, who are 4-2 and two under Raheem, and absolutely obliterated the Raiders yesterday. That wasn't fun. I don't know what Chucky had to say after that. I thought the Raiders may be a playoff team, but they don't seem to be that either. They play the Lions, who I watch play on Thanksgiving, and are god-awful on both sides of the ball. Really, really, really bad. They just fired Patricia, who should have been fired. But defensively, Lions are as bad as I've seen. I don't know if the Buccaneers don't put 45 on the Lions. You can put that one, take that one to the bank, okay, for sure. And then they got to play the Falcons again. And I said at the beginning of the year, when the Falcons couldn't beat anybody, 
The Bucs won't beat the Falcons twice in two in three weeks. That's it's hard to do. At the end of the year, when it's essential, you gotta say that the Bucs will probably not beat the Falcons twice. They probably won't. Because that's just the way it goes. They just normally don't beat the Falcons twice. They very rarely beat the Saints twice. It's hard to beat anybody in your own division twice. So they have to figure out a way to win three out of these next four games regardless. And I'm going to start off by this. If you don't beat the Vikings, you're done. Okay? there's That's too much pressure to put on your team that hasn't been consistent enough. And when you talk about consistency, and I got this email here from Pizza Lover. And if anybody wants to email, email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. Why is it when Brady throws into the interceptions, the announcers talk about how the wide receivers aren't helping him out by doing this or that, but when Winston, it was all on Winston. Uh, is it the level of cachet because it's Tom Brady? Uh, it seems like our wide receivers don't understand route running at times, even last year. Well, Bruce Arians throughout his you know t- career, most of the quarterbacks were in his system for the first time through a lot of interceptions, and there's some good names there now. You were talking about Carson Palmer's and I believe Andrew Luck, some good names. And Drew and, and Winston was one of them. Now Winston threw a little more than most, but you know what? You're 100 percent right. I mean, it's Tom Brady, okay? You talk about possibly the greatest quarterback of all time, and he's in everybody's argument, but he's not the greatest quarterback right now, okay? And Tom Brady's making as many mistakes as Jameis did. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it is the season ain't over. But the thing with Jameis is Jameis got out of a lot of problems. Tom can't get out of a problem. And Tom didn't put the numbers that Jameis put up. Jameis was putting up 350 a week last year, every week. And I'm not saying Jameis is better than Tom. I'm not saying that. I don't even say, I'm not even saying that Jameis gives the better chance of winning. But it doesn't seem like this crazy upgrade at this moment. You know, we're seven and five. I remember last year toward the end of the season, the, the Bucs were 7-7, seven and seven, and then they lost uh, Godwin, and they lost, you know, uh, Evans, and they lost everybody else. So then they went straight downhill from there, but there's not that much difference. And this defense that we have is starting to turn into last year's defense real quick. This is the long and short of it. Nobody runs a ball on us, just like last year. If we rush the passer, we win. If we don't rush the passer, we lose. Our DBs aren't good enough. Very few people's DBs are good enough. And going back to Tom Brady, seven interceptions in the last four games, it's a pretty bad little stint right there. It's not a great stint. And in the the games that we've lost, okay, Tom Brady has been a horse's ass. He really has. And, you know, you're talking about in the games that we've played uh, that are teams that are better than 500, Tom Brady has 13 touchdowns and nine interceptions. That's what teams that are better than 500. Now, who are we going to play in the playoffs? One of those teams. And we're two and two and four in those games. So in the six games we played with teams that are over 500, Tom Brady is two and four and 13 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Okay. That's, that's not good enough. And we've been outscored 52 to seven in the last four weeks uh, in the first quarter. That ain't gonna it is it ain't gonna work. Now the Buccaneers have a bye week. Bye weeks are tough after losing a couple games. I've been there. Okay, you you want to win going into a bye week because now the coaches are all puckered up, and all the coaches are gonna do for the whole bye week is watch film and get after people. That's what they're gonna do. 
You all you get more time off when you win, and when you've been losing, you don't deserve uh, to get time off. And the Buccaneers need to figure out what they're going to be, what they are going forward, because when you're looking at this Buccaneer team, there was a time where you know there was all the pundits and all the experts saying the Buccaneers were the third best team in the NFL, and I was like, that's way premature. There was a time where everybody was like, well, this Buccaneer defense has a top five defense. You know where the Bucs defense is ranked right now? 15th. That's about as average as can be. And they've given up 318 completions, which is the most in the NFL. So 15th, okay, I understand the completions is because nobody runs on us, but hey, we got to come up with some bigger plays if nobody can run on us. We got to win more games if nobody can run on us. Now, you know, I'm going to give my well wishes, and I don't think that's enough, but uh, Mr. Shipley that did step in admirably, admirably from uh, Ali Marpet uh, with his injury that he had is, is being asked to retire. And, you know, I know how tough it is at the end of your career. He had a pretty darn good career, uh, but he will be retiring. And I guess Bruce Arians says that he may jump on his coaching staff, which is cool. Um, Ali Marpet jumped back in there, played okay. And I haven't got a chance to evaluate that film yet, but seemed to have played all right. For somebody that was in there after missing three weeks from concussions, they have a pretty good defensive front. And then Jensen went back to his center position. So it's good to see them back at full swing because the offensive line obviously uh, is going to be one of the important positions going forward. But if you look at that game closely, everybody, don't look at the 27-24 score, okay? If you look at what happened during the game, the Chiefs drove down the field and, you know, it was worse than 17-0 in the first quarter because the Chiefs drove down the field to the one-yard line. I think it was second down. And then they decided to be cute with some double reverse flea flicker, stupid, and it didn't make sense. And they end up with a field goal. If they did it again, they would call, obviously, that that's it's not nothing. It's nothing we did. They were trying to be too cute. And then later on, we had a strip sack on about the 10-yard line. So that's another time where they were just driving down the field. And in the last drive of the game, they were just driving down the field, and we couldn't stop them. So we didn't do anything. And if, you, if you're going to sit back and be happy about that because we played the, you know, uh, the world champions to three points, then you had money on the game. Other than that, they, they, you shouldn't get anything out of that, okay? When you look at it, 27 points doesn't sound bad against the Chiefs. But when you give up the booty like we did, whew, it's tough. It's tough, tough sledding. And if you look at the fine things and the little things throughout a football game, you wonder, why did Tom Brady make that terrible throw down the sideline and threw an interception? Well, Rojo completely whiffed on the honey badger, Matthew, and he had a clean shot on Brady. That's part of it. Now, Brady has to not make that throw, okay? But Rojo has to make that block. You know the difference between the New England Patriots and the Buccaneers of 2020? Whoever the running back for the Patriots made that block because he was in fear of not making the block, either from Belichick or Brady. We just don't have people that are in fear of not playing well at this point. And we don't have enough players on either side of the ball that we know are going to show up. I know JPP is going to show up. I know Sue's going to show up for the most part. I don't know anything about our defensive backs showing up. Our offensive line's here and there. Our running backs are here and there. You know, it's just there's there's something missing, and I don't know exactly what that is, but we're missing it. That's for sure.
Because at times we look fantastic. And at other times we look like we can lose to anybody on the planet. And we definitely looked that way in the first half yesterday. So four games left. We have to figure out a way to win three. Uh, if the Bucks play like they can, they got a good chance. But there's another side of them. They're the Jekyll and Hyde. And they, they can lose four of those as well. Look at them. They're not going to lose to the Lions. The Lions are awful. They can lose those other three. Unfortunately, and then what? You know, th- then we come out of it eight and eight, and then we're saying, "Well, what kind of season was that?" You know, what kind of season was that? A lost season, <laughs> a lost season when you brought in a high-priced Gronk and a high-priced Brady and AB for nothing. Well, AB's not. What What is AB doing? Is he doing anything other than celebrating when he gets a first down? What is he doing? I, 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 no, I don't really see him adding it. I'm not blaming him. He's not the reason why we're losing, but he's not. He didn't bring anything. Not yet, anyways. He's definitely not as good as advertised. And I don't know if he didn't just completely mess up that locker room and that wide receiver room, which would inevitably mess up the quarterback room as well. I'm not sure that's not the case. But we'll find out here soon because they have four more weeks to do their thing, and uh, it it has to look better for us to go in. You know, We don't want to limp into the playoffs. Anyway, getting into the playoffs would be cool. But they got a lot of things to take care of because when they watch that film today, there's a lot of people hiding their heads because there was a lot of cats wide-ass open. Wide-ass open defensively. And offensively, we were just inept at the beginning. Picked up a little bit in the second half, but it just it's just not enough, unfortunately. If anybody wants to email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, usually this comes out on a Monday. We, we do it the day after. And listen, let's hope that we're celebrating next week. It's, you know, it's time to start winning. It's hard to start, you know, hook, hooking our trailer to something that we can do every week. And we haven't done that. One week we rush the ball. One week we can't rush the ball. One week we're catching the ball in the backfield. Next week we can't catch. You know, we're playing defensive well one week. Next week we look like we did in the first half last yesterday. So that's where we are inconsistent and nothing more than that. Everybody have a wonderful week. Let's hope we're celebrating next week because this is getting tiring. Have a wonderful week and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is an Ian Beckles flavor in your ear quick fix on Radio Influence. The hospitalizations have doubled in the last month. We're going, we go up 17 days in a row where the record has gone up. And I hear people saying, well, it's right around the corner of what? And I think this virus, this vaccine thing might have been the worst thing you should have freaking said. You should have told American people the vaccine's around the corner because I think it's eased people up. And people are dropping. And uh, I know in colleges, it's running rampant. Uh, you know, they're sending people home, people that went home for Thanksgiving. A lot of colleges that were holding classes are like, that's it, stay home. We're going to do it virtual. And, um, you know, it's, it's, we're in a crazy place. I don't want this stuff, okay? No, I, don't, I don't know if anybody my age, in my situation, I don't know what situation that is, I'm relatively healthy, still don't want it. I know of some very... Healthy people that have gotten it, and they look at you, they go, you don't want it. Okay, they were very healthy. 
So you can play Russian roulette if you want. I'm going to try to be as, you know, safe as I can. Hopefully you guys are as well. You can find Ian Beckles' Flavor in Your Ear on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and RadioInfluence.com.